post-World War III America, Jermaine Scott is recruited by the White House for a covert mission. He quickly finds himself thrust into a game of manipulation, murder, and a political power struggle. He must unravel a mystery that would shock the nation in order to save his own life and much more. Check out the new thriller novel, Exodus 2035, available for pre-order only on Amazon.com. Welcome to the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. You can catch this show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. I'm sorry, not iTunes anymore. iTunes changed their format. It's the Apple Podcast app. So if you got an Apple product, if you got an iPad or an iPhone, they have that app on there for, for podcasts. I think it's like a little purple purple app with the like white radio signals going out all over the place apple pretty much moved their all their podcasts there so all you got to do is open up that app if you got an apple product type in the name of the show it should come right up if you're having any problems you can hit me on social media instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge i'll make sure i shoot you a link actually uh the link for the itunes or for the apple podcast show should be right there on the social media hold on one second let me check and yes, it is right there. If you have problems finding the show on the Apple Podcast app, you can go to my Instagram, unprocessed, underscore knowledge. The link is right there in the description for you Apple folks. If you got Spotify or Google Play, you should just be able to type the show name right into your search browser and it should pop right up. You should have no problems. I'd like to thank everybody for supporting the show. Shout out to you guys. Support has been great. The audience has been growing. If you like what you hear, if you know, tell a friend, share with a friend on social media, share the link. It's not going to cost you nothing. A couple of stories I would like to talk about before we really get into the topic of today's show. Some things that were happening this week. Tennessee governor. Bill Lee signed a proclamation declaring Saturday, July 13th, Nathan Bedford Forest Day in honor of the Confederate Army general who was not only a slave trader, he was the he was an early member of the Ku Klux Klan. All right. Under Tennessee law, governors are required to proclaim six dates as personal days of special observance. In Tennessee, they got July 13th as Nathan Bedford Forest Day, June 3rd as Memorial Day or Confederate Declaration Day. (laughs) And in Tennessee, January 19th is Robert E. Lee Day. Now you can you can you can research Nathan Bedford Forrest. Like yes, he was a slave trader. He was an early member of the Ku Klux Klan. I believe he was also risen up to Grand Imperial Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan or Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. He was a very high ranking member of that organization of open racism white supremacy and now he has his own day in the state of tennessee this is america everybody another thing i wanted to touch on it came out early in the week that there will be no legal action towards officer daniel pantaleo that is the officer who murdered eric gardner by using that illegal chokehold Eric Gardner was heard saying, I believe, over 11 times, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And Officer Pantaleo continued to tighten his grip around this man's neck and murdered him. So there will be the Justice Department, 
came out and said they will pursue no legal action against Officer Daniel Pantaleo. And from what I understand, he's still employed in the police department. I'm not sure if it's the same police department uh, there on uh, Long Island or, or Staten Island. I'm, I'm not a New York person. I believe it was Staten Island. Let me double check because I want to get my facts straight. Hold on one second, guys. It is Staten Island. Staten Island, Staten Island. I try to be accurate when I speak on here. Sometimes, I, if you've been a long time listening to the show, sometimes I will get a few things confused, but I correct myself whenever possible. So that's Staten Island Police Officer Daniel Pantaleo. Still employed, employed by the police department as far as my information goes. Resp- Let's just have a moment of silence for not only Eric Gardner, but for the family of Eric Gardner. I hope that in the midst of this tra- travesty of justice, once again, one day, hopefully they will be able to find some sense of justice. And, you know, you, you can't have justice unless a punishment is brought down for a crime that was committed. A crime was committed against Eric Gardner and the family of Eric Gardner. And the person who perpetrated the crime is going to go unpunished by the justice system. Once again, a black man murdered on video by this man. And, you know, the system really doesn't give a damn about it. So this is America. Once again, I'm going to title this show. This is America. Moving on with the pro moving on with the program, guys. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Let's get into the first clip for Trump in 2016, and she sees it differently. How is it, Riz? If you don't like this country, get out. Leave. That's all he said. He didn't use any names. They stood up. (laughs) So that's all they did. They made themselves look like idiots. Unlike her co-worker, Dave, Kerry has no regrets about voting for Trump. He takes no crap from anybody, and that's why I love him. He has followed through on promises that that he made to the American people. Like what? Give me one. Texas. Uh, he's working on the border. We're back in charge again. All right. If you don't like this country, you can leave and we're back in charge again. Look, <laughs> white people have been saying this since back in the 60s, back during the civil rights era, when black people were standing up, fighting against oppression, fighting against racism, fighting against white supremacy. White people, they were saying back then, look, if y'all don't like it, if y'all don't like segregation, if you don't like Jim Crow, if you don't like uh, police beating you to death, if you don't like being lynched, if you don't like racism, white supremacy, all y'all niggas can go back to Africa. All right. Y'all can leave. They've been saying this for a long, long time. This is how a lot, a lot of people think more people than we would like to realize really think this way. And let's be honest. Where would you go? Where would you go? Most people in this country are United States citizens. Don't believe the hype. Are, are there people coming across the border illegally? Of course there are, you know, but there's over 300 million people in this country. All right. <laughs> a vast, oh, I would, over 95% of the country are United States citizens. Let, let's, let's just be real. Let, let's think about this. Where would you go? You don't know anything else but America. Is the family of Eric Gardner supposed to leave the country because they're unhappy about what, what the Justice Department came down and said they're not going to take legal action and how their how their father how their loved one how how this how this brother was murdered 
by a police officer because they're unhappy um, uh, on how America's being ran. Should they pack up and leave? Let's be honest about it. The four congresswomen that the president was saying to all but one were born in the United States. First of all, they're all United States citizens. I believe Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, she was born in, in Somalia. But the rest of them, they're, they're from here. Where do you want them to go to? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. Just because I, I disagree with things, should I go back to Brooklyn? Like, where am I supposed to go? It doesn't make any sense. But the thing that I really wanted to, to point out and the thing that shouldn't be missed is the president says or is saying the things that a lot of white people think every day. It doesn't matter if you're a United States citizen. It, if you're not white, they look at you and they know you don't belong here. They say America wasn't built for you. So so you better not complain. You better not complain about laws. You better not complain about the police. You better not complain about being treated unfairly. You better not complain about discrimination. You better not complain about racism because they, they look at you like, well, you sh should be happy just to be here. Now, if memory serves me correctly, and I have a long, well, you know, when it comes to certain things, my memory is better than others. But I don't want the audience to forget there were a lot of so-called conservatives who were very down on America while Obama was in office. And you notice how they never tell white people to leave the country. Right. When white people were complaining about. You know, this isn't the America I grew up in and America's going downhill and this president is so bad and this president is so stupid and he's doing things that's unconstitutional and I think he might be a secret Muslim. Nobody ever looked at them and said, well, you know, if you don't like how America's being run, you need to leave. You know, if you don't like who the president's not of the who the president of the United States is, you need to get up out of here. As a matter of fact, now that I think about it, um, I believe I have a clip of someone who was very down on America while Obama was in office. Hold on one second, guys. This country is the laughing stock of the world. We're not a brilliant country anymore. We're a foolish country. We're a dumb country. Douglas, MacArthur, George, Patton, spinning in their graves when they see the stupidity of our country. We're like the stupid country in so many different ways. How stupid are the people of Iowa? How stupid are the people of the country? The weak and very stupid country. Very, very stupid laws that we have. I love the Chinese people, but they laugh themselves. They can't believe how stupid the American leadership is. Mexico laughs at us. They can't believe how stupid we are. We're laughed at all over the world. We're the laughing stock of the world. We're not a respected country anymore. We don't win. Our country doesn't win. We're not great now. Look. The country is going to hell in a handbasket. We have a country that's going to hell. In the meantime, our country is going to hell. 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 Our military is going to hell. Our infrastructure is going to hell. Our country is going to hell. And then you wonder why we're going to hell. That's why we're going to hell. So what are the many reasons our country is going to hell? Ding, 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 ding. You know, our country is going to hell. Our country is going to hell. And Frank doesn't like the 
word hell, but we're going to hell. Nothing works in our country. Nothing works. Our country doesn't work. Our infrastructure is terrible. Our roads, our bridges, our tunnels, our schools, our hospitals. Uh, uh, we're like a third. We're becoming like a third world country. We're becoming a third world country. Our country is becoming a third world country. We've become like a third world country. We are like, in many cases, a third world country. It's an embarrassment. This is like a third world country, folks. Honestly, it's like we're a third world country. I mean, our country is like a third world country. It's like we're in a third world country. We are like a third world country. We're 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 like a third world country. It's third world. We're like in a third world country right now. We are literally like a third world country. We've become a third world country. We have become a third world country folks we're now a third world country okay. our airports are worse than third world we're dying this country is dying sadly the american dream is dead if you're not happy you can leave hmm that voice sound familiar now <laughs> i never think that i noticed all week i've been watching various news channels and all week the theme was pretty much the same. How big a racist the president is. All right. I, I turn on national news or cable news and I see people talking about how the president is a racist, systematic racism, white supremacy, racist, 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 racist. And I'm thinking, OK, well. We know all about the president. We know who he is, what he stands for. He's been the same guy since the 70s. But why harp on it now? Why? You know, why do a media blitz now? Here's why. Because of what's going on down at the border. It's election season, and this is a big political talking point. And Democrats who are trying to get elected, they're harping on what's going on in the border, and they're harping on racism in order to get votes. Now, black people being murdered by police officers and, and cold blood, well, we don't necessarily, you know, point at the president and call him a racist because of that you know that's you know blue lives matter um we got to support you know support our first responders uh, support the police you know they're 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 the good guys you know you got you got to listen to police commands you got to follow the law but black people being oppressed being abused being destroyed within this system i, I don't remember a time where everybody you know on the national news pointed at Ronald Reagan or Daddy Bush or George W. Bush or Bill Clinton and say, hey, black people are being destroyed up under you, man. You, you're racist, you know. You're, you're practicing racism and something needs to happen. Never heard that happen. But Donald Trump, you know, he's, he's, he's an easy target. He's an easy target. And my thing is this. Both the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, two fangs on the same snake. They're both the same thing. Racism is alive and well. And both parties don't fall for distractions. Some people like to point out racism when it's convenient for them, when they have something to gain. All right. 
black people, we caught a lot of hell under the eight years of President Obama. And I didn't hear people on CNN or the Democratic Party or MSNBC jumping up and talking about, you know, you got to do something about all this racism that's going on. You got to do something about these police officers murdering these black people. I mean, a lot of the cases that we talked about on this very show, Eric Gardner, Tamir Rice, Trayvon Martin, Mike Brown, well, that happened under the Obama administration. And I'm not calling out saying President Obama himself is a racist. What I'm saying is a racism was alive and well during his presidency. So we got to call it out all the time. Not when it's just convenient, not just for political talking points. And y'all better watch these people running for president. They're going to come around. They're going to talk that good talk. They're going to say everything you want to hear. They're going to get your vote. And then you're not going to see them again for another four years if they win. If they win. But, hey, I'm not going to keep you guys too long. This has been today's episode of the Un today's episode this has been the unprocessed knowledge podcast everybody can follow me on instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge if you like what you hear share it via social media share the link tell a friend have them check me out i appreciate it hey everybody check out that new novel exodus 2035 available for pre-orders right now on amazon.com it's an ebook. It will not be in paperback form. It's an ebook. So even if you don't have a Kindle, you can get the Kindle app, actually. If you got an iPad or any type of tablet, download the Kindle app and you can get your Kindle books straight from there. Thanks a lot, guys. Catch you next time. If you're not happy in the U.S., if you're complaining all the time, very simply, you can leave. You can leave right now.